Hey now, and welcome to the Elevate Yourself podcast. I'm Rob, and I am thrilled to get to be the host of this show. I feel super lucky. I work for this awesome company called Elevation Health. And in each episode of this show, I get to have a conversation with folks from all different walks of life about how they elevate themselves. It's my hope that these conversations will make you think, force you to change your best, and as a result, help you get a little bit closer to becoming the best version of you. Warren, thanks so much for doing this. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So just off the top, tell folks where you work, what do you do, who do you get to help? Well, uh, I guess just as a background, I worked with Elevation for many years um, before this, this current position, but I currently work with a nonprofit called the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, and we run a program called Food for Life, and I'm the manager of that program. And basically, it's a cooking and nutrition instructor program. So we license instructors to teach these cooking classes to their community and inform their community about uh, nutrition and just the practical pieces of how to make healthy recipes. Absolutely amazing. All my favorite things, community, food, all of it. Um, tell, I wanna get into that some more, but tell folks a little bit about your background, training, uh, school. You mentioned that you worked for Elevation for a little while. Yeah. So I guess most recently I have a master's in health and exercise science and nutrition. Um, I did environmental science before that, had a short career in environmental science, but um, I really wanted to help people in the workplace. I think after I originally worked with people in the workplace, immediately after graduating from undergraduate, um, I saw all the challenges that people had in workplaces, you know, people coming to me, they knew that I was a personal trainer and taught group fitness on the side and had experience with nutrition. So they would come to me and tell me that their husband, you know, was just diagnosed with diabetes. What can they do? They'll, they'll do anything. They would come to me for workout plans. And this was when I was doing environmental policy work in DC. And, um, and at that point, I just realized, you know, maybe, maybe my skills would be better used and I could serve people better doing that piece. I had always just thought of it as a side piece and teaching group fitness. But when I realized that it could be a career path and I found out about companies like Elevation Corporate Health doing amazing work in workplaces, um, I definitely went into my master's degree with a focus on wanting to work in corporate wellness and get into these workspaces and help employees to live healthier lives. That's fantastic. What a great background in thinking about the environmental side of things. So currently in your current role, tell us a little bit more about how does somebody become a community leader, if that's the right word, and then what are the next steps once a person becomes a leader? How big are the communities they're going out into? Love to learn more about that. Yeah, so we have an application process um, and it's actually become pretty competitive over the years, especially if this was always a very hands-on program. You know, we want people to taste the food. We want people to try it. And we would cook this food in front of them. But obviously with a pandemic, we had to pivot and make some accommodations. 
So we started allowing for teaching these classes online, and we also started offering our training online. So I think that removed a lot of barriers for people being able to attend the training. They used to have to come to Washington, D.C. to take the training in person. But last year was the first time that we hosted the training online. So it made it available to a lot more people, which opened it up to a lot more applications. But um, it's kind of a standard application process, and you're also required to submit a three to five minute video of you cooking and ideally explaining some of the nutrition behind your recipes and your cooking techniques. Um, so then at the organization, we go through the whole application process. Uh, this last training, we had 44 individuals attend the online training. Um, and we'll be having another training this fall, starting in September, that will also be online. So maybe that answered some of, some of the question. No, it absolutely did. Um, and then I guess just the follow-up to that is once the person becomes that leader, um, I don't, I'm thinking about my community or maybe where my parents live, would this be servicing an entire county or would the person then be their network of folks? How does that side of it work? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, we don't give them specifics about how large they're allowed to make their community but we do encourage them to keep it local. Even with online classes, they need to be live classes. And we encourage people to reach out to people in their community because then you're able to tell them, like, where do you find nutritional yeast? What grocery store do you go to to find these products? And you're helping to create a supportive local community. Um, and that also allows all these instructors to teach in their community and keep it very local as, as opposed to delivering global classes that are a little less intimate. That's a great point. Well, a couple of things. One, I love nutritional yeast and my world changed when I started incorporating that into my cooking. That's one. And then two, uh, I think you make a great point because we, we know this, that um, each community is different and the food way to that community is different for everyone. So it makes no sense for an individual talking about vegetable X, if that's not available to the individual when they only have vegetable Y. And I, I think that that really matters. And I think as we talk about uh, nutrition on a broad scale, the, the environment that the people live in really matters, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it just, creates that community feel to know that you're in a class with people that are in your area and, and have that supportive community feel to it. So I'm envisioning these cooking opportunities for folks. One thing you probably encourage is diet quality. That's something I preach a lot to family, friends, clients, whoever. I try to just get away from thinking about things of weight loss or anything like that, just thinking about how do we improve diet quality? So I guess first kind of start by explaining what is diet quality and why does it matter? Sure. Well, we have a particular way of eating that this nutrition and cooking instructor program promotes. And it's basically to fill your plate with vegetables, fruits, legumes, and whole grains is kind of the whole the whole simple piece, you know, worked down to a sentence is to really fill your diet with those four food groups. Um, and the cooking classes themselves are kind of worked around three different guidelines. 
The first one is no animal products. So no meat, dairy, or eggs. Um, the second is to avoid added, uh, added oil. So that's any, any vegetable oil, any type of oil that you can think of, um, just avoiding added oils in general. And then the third piece is to select high fiber foods wherever possible. Those are kind of the guiding principles of the cooking classes. That's fabulous. Um, and then to that point, maybe what are just some low hanging fruit um, that an individual could add to their diet to try to elevate it from that list that you said? Like if, I don't know, somebody's going to the grocery store today and you're like, sure. pick up these three items and that would really enhance your diet quality. Hmm, I like that question. Um, you know, I do, I like the idea just of, of focusing on more and better as opposed to subtracting or restricting anything, you know? So I would really encourage that person to focus on things that they like. Um, but I think kind of the low hanging fruits, if you can convince people that, that tofu can actually be really good. I think that uh, unprocessed soy products are just so great for both calcium and protein. Um, so I think, you know, giving them a good recipe to try uh, with tofu would be an easy thing. Um, I'd really encourage greens, some sort of greens, whatever they like, whether you can, you know, have them have a good massaged kale salad. I just had this red beet and arugula salad at lunch yesterday. That was fantastic. Um, so finding what they like, encouraging more of that. And then, you know, just some of their favorite fruits, whether you want a banana with peanut butter on it or pick up some hummus, you know, if you don't want to make it yourself, get some hummus at the grocery store, grab a bag of baby carrots, super simple, some snacks for the kids. So, you know, make some muffins and pack carrots and raisins and applesauce and bananas in there, put it in a muffin shape and they'll love it. You know, some very simple techniques. The listeners can't see my face, but I was nodding and smiling during that entire list. That was an excellent list and a lot of my, my favorite things. Um, I, I love that. Um, you have a lot going on from family to a whole host of responsibilities. This is a, a selfish question that I like to ask folks, but um, how do you stay organized? What's, what's your routine? How do you keep yourself on track with all that you're doing? What are some things that you do to keep yourself organized? I think I just like to write everything down is one thing, just so nothing ever falls through the cracks. Um, maybe that's just as I get older, I need to write everything down, but it's super helpful to me and I like to organize it by daily tasks and I know my weekly tasks and my monthly tasks that need to get done. Um, and honestly, just kind of a simple list system and through work, we have a report that we submit at the end of every week. And I think that helps hold us accountable and keep us on task and, and help other people. It's a transparent list that anybody in our organization can look at. So just helps you stay organized and keep things at the right priority. Nice, nice. Um, what are some of the things that bring you the greatest joy from your current job? And then maybe what are some of the, the challenges that you see um, with clients or that um, some of these instructors experience within their communities? 
question. Um, maybe I'll start with the challenges one first, just because it's fresh on my mind. And I think um, for most of them, you know, this is not their full-time job. Most individuals who go through this training have a full-time job. And so I think it's just relatable to anybody trying to figure out how you make time to make it work. Um, and just, you know, they, they basically take initiative on everything from securing the venues if they're teaching in person to advertising their classes to get clients to attend, preparing the classes, they have to go grocery shopping, they have to prep the food. Even if they're doing an online class, they're still making the food um, and making everything look aesthetically pleasing. So there's a lot of work that goes into it. And I think um, if it wasn't for their high level of passion and commitment, it wouldn't get done. But because these individuals are so passionate about sharing this information with their community, um, many of them have really inspiring, just kind of mind-blowing health stories that they went through um, or family members went through and they started to eat this way and they saw tremendous improvements and they feel inspired to share that information with others. And that's probably, you know, the, the, the part that brings me the most joy is just to hear the transformations that people go through. Um, this training group that we just had at the end of last year, I mean, they've hit the ground running. There's a group of instructors who are piloting a new African-American uh, culinary heritage program right now and going into African-American communities and sharing these new recipes and this way of eating. And we're getting so much positive feedback about the recipes, about just creating these communities and having people feel heard and seen and addressing these chronic diseases that are you know, rampage, rampaging through their communities, diabetes and heart disease and cancer um, and, and letting them have some power over their health is just super inspiring. Oh my goodness. I love that. I love that. And I love the, the an, an instructor has transformed themselves and then they're able to then pass it on to try to transform others. That's, that's kind of what it's all about. Very, very cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw a couple of rapid fire questions at you here to finish up. Um, okay. What's one thing you do every single day that elevates you? Uh, be present with my children. There's oh. a lot of things I do every day, but that one, that one's a must. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, best purchase you've made in the last year for less than a hundred dollars. Uh, I would say my wireless earbuds have really come in handy. I got cheap ones and they're still great. Nice. Nice. Um, you can eat one meal, only one meal for the rest of your life. What are you, what are you eating? So tough. Um, it might be smoothie bowl. Nice. Nice. I could jam on that. I could definitely jam on a smoothie bowl. Yeah, I make a really good smoothie bowl. I'll send you some sometime. Please, please. Maybe we can, we can link that in the show notes. Um, I love quotes. I somehow have not named a quote yet in this episode, which might be a first. But um, do you have a favorite quote that's kind of, you know, maybe things are going bad or good or whatever that you're like, this kind of helps ground you? That's a good question. I don't have a go-to quote for that, but I did, I just read a quote recently and it really just stopped me in my path 
And it was actually in reference to an animal passing away, but they listed this beautiful literary quote that was basically like, please don't mourn my loss, like celebrate my life and know that being here on earth was you with you was like heaven. And I just thought it was one of the most beautiful quotes I've heard. So I really like that. Wow, that, that is absolutely beautiful. Um, favorite workout song? Maybe it's, uh, maybe you're trying to get the workout in or maybe you're struggling with the workout. Do you have a go-to song that like, okay, now it is go time. This song is, this song is playing. I have a few of those, but my current one right now, for whatever reason, is Headlines by Drake. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Drake, Drake can get me going sometimes too. I appreciate that. That's a good one. Um, Lauren, thank you so much for doing this. Just before we finish, where can folks learn more about you and your organization? Yes, please go to pcrm.org. Um, and really you can, if you just Google food for life classes or food for life instructor, food for life program, um, any of that should, should come up, but physicians committee for responsible medicine, pcrm.org is a great place. And there's a plethora of free resources. You can search by chronic disease. If you're interested in a particular condition, um, and you can just search by different nutrition topics. So there's, there's information for just about anybody on there. Awesome. Well, we will link to food for life in the show notes. Folks do go check it out. They're doing really great work. And I hope that maybe somebody on this listening to this episode might be interested in being an instructor or could find a, find a class near them. So thank you. Awesome. Lauren, thanks so much for doing this. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. As I mentioned, I work for Elevation Health, and we've been in business for 27 years, creating customizable solutions for your fitness and wellness needs. That's right, folks, 27 years. And in our 27 years, we've seen it all. So whatever your needs might be, we got you covered. From fitness management and online training to on-site classes and integrated technology, we help small and large groups alike get healthy and stay engaged. I encourage you to learn more about us at contactelevation.com and to follow us on social media at elevation.health.